Alright, greetings fellow geeks and welcome to another episode of the Geek Broadcast, a podcast where three broads discuss anything and everything geeky. I am one of your hosts, Lauren, and with me today on this geeky journey is my bestie, who I've been hanging out with a lot this year, Katie. What's going on? Hey, Rumi. Hey, Rumi. <laughs> long How time no you? chat. I know, I'm long good. time to see. It's only been like 48 hours, but that's okay. Right. It's, uh, honestly, it's it's so cool the number of times we've seen like each other's faces in person this year. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. We had a blast at Celebration. Yes. Which you are going to be on the Galactic Podcast in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Who I also have another guest on that day, and it's Mark, who we oh! all met at. Yeah. So it's going to be you and Mark, me and Andrea. Reunited so that's going to be fun. And it feels so good. <laughs> that's what Mark said when I texted him. I'm like, oh my God, I got you and Katie. He's like, it's a reunion. I'm like, yes, I love it. <laughs> it is. It is for sure. So. Uh, but that's enough of our fun adventures that you guys can hear on the Galactic Podcast, maybe. But today we are going to recap Moon Knight. Since we haven't finished it, we haven't finished our recap. We did the first two episodes uh, a few weeks ago. Again, if you guys don't know, we're a bi-weekly podcast now. So uh, we are going to basically do a uh, an overview of Moon Knight Season 1, question mark. We'll talk about that at the end. Because I think it was initially series, but now it's season. So I hope to get another season. We'll talk about it, though. But let's go over our thoughts, Katie. Uh, I mean, we can kind of recap if you want to start from the beginning or however you want to do your overall view. But let's talk about our overall thoughts on it. What did we think? Did we like what they did with the character? Were we surprised? How were you emotionally? Because there was a... A lot of emotional stuff uh, in episode five in particular. So where were you? How'd you like it? Overall thoughts on Moon Knight. My overall thoughts is that Marvel wants us all to take really good care of our mental health. And like... 100%. 100%. Man, all of these TV TV shows that they have been dropping have been so very introspective and... um, that's what I love about it though is they can really deep dive with these characters we've talked about it before um that they can really deep dive with these characters and really you know get give us the weird but um you know make us really care about the characters I know early on um and maybe I'll save this till the end I'll say yeah I'll save that till the end (laughs) my overall thoughts um for Moon Knight I thought it was fine I enjoyed it um I don't know what it was, but I didn't connect to this as much as I connected to some of the other um, other TV shows. I don't know if that's more because he was a new character um, and there wasn't a whole lot of crossover. I mean, there were very brief moments, um, but I, I, I don't know if it was that. I don't know if it was uh, just how fast and furious everything was um, or tended to be a little bit. I don't know what it was, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't connect with it as much as I did uh, with with some of the other shows. Um, so that's my very like high level, <laughs> my high level overall thoughts on it. I'm excited to see where he's going to fit in later. I'm excited to see where uh, where we're going to see him later. But yeah, it was um, it was just it was good. It was it was good. It was fine. And that's that's you know it wasn't it wasn't mind life altering, mind changing <laughs> for me. Um, I know early on you and Christina both were like best new Marvel show, new favorite show, blah, blah, blah. After two episodes. And I was like, Whoa, I'm not ready to say that yet. Uh, But um, how do you, do you still feel like that? That is a great question. And I think I do feel that it was a great show. I think it was a great character based driven show on a character that, I don't think a lot of fans, casual fans, know about. So I think if you didn't know going in to the show who Moon Knight was, what the situation was with uh, the ID uh, and all that stuff, I think you might have like said, okay, cool, interesting superhero and all that, but maybe you were slightly confused because of you didn't know like who who each character was, how it happened. I mean, they did they dived into it, into the show, and I think they did a pretty good job. 
as far as talking about the DID, his his particular situation, which we get a lot in in episode five, really is when we really hammer home the the cause when he created the 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 DIDs, the altar. So it, it's a great, I think, a great character piece. Again, I 100% agree with you when you said, like, Marvel wants us to worry about our mental health because they, they do. Like, that show was all about mental health, knowing, you know, who you are and being okay with it and, you know, learning to accept, you know, your faults and, you know, and whatnot. So, oh, I mean, that part of it I loved. And I loved Moon Knight himself was really cool. He's a cool superhero. I I dig that he is like an uh an offspring or a a vessel for Kanshu, a guide, an Egyptian god. I like that. I like how we're kind of getting into the mystical and the mythical and uh ancient type of uh mythology within Marvel now cuz we're we're getting it here. Obviously, we got it in Eternals a little bit, so I feel like we're going down that path, which I'm very excited for. I understand agree. I am interested to see where they take him because you really could put him anywhere in the Marvel universe, and I think he would fit. I, I really do. Um, they talked about that. Oscar talked about it in interviews, the producers and all that. They're like, you know, he doesn't have like specific like kind of He's got to ride with these people like Avengers. He doesn't, I mean, he can be an Avenger for sure. He doesn't have to. He can be part of which he is in the comics of Midnight Sun. And that's all kind of the under, you know, the gods, the, 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 the underground type of stuff. He fits in there, but he can be his own kind of thing too, like Blade. So like, there's just so many avenues you can take with him. That's what excites me. And I, more Oscar Isaac better. And give that man, and we'll talk about it when we talk about, you know, the characters. But golly, man, give that guy all the Golden Globes, all the Emmys, whatever, for when you, whatever you give out for TV shows. Because his performance alone in the last two episodes was amazing. I mean, it was great, but like those last two episodes really showed his strengths. I mean, the way he was able to go in and out of each character with ease, it was mind-blowing. We'll, again, we'll, we'll dive deeper into that, but that's kind of my overall thoughts of the show. Do you feel that we will see him again soon? Do you want to see him again soon, or do you kind of want this to kind of just let it play out, maybe come back to it in a couple of years, or maybe he makes an appearance in a movie? Like are you are you okay if we don't see Moon Knight anytime soon? And they kind of let it let 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 everybody digest the show before they bring him up again. What do you think? I don't think we should wait too long to see him again. I mean, I'm with you. More Oscar Isaac, the better. Um, and yes, he deserves all of the Emmys. And um can't nobody have a mental breakdown like a Marvel actor. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Let me tell you. We said the same thing after um after Elizabeth Olsen and WandaVision and her yep. performance, you know, and then we get to see it again in, um, in uh, multiverse madness. So yes, hey, yes, yes. Break them down to build them back up <laughs> is what, is what they're doing to these characters. Um, but yeah, I don't think we should wait too long to see him again. I think that they're with, you know, with the introduction of the Eternals, which was another one that was lots of new characters, not a whole heck of a lot of tie-in to the big, you know, the big tent pole of of Avengers and um, and that whole side of the universe. I think that there, you know, and there's God connections there too with the Celestials. Yep. yep and yep. I think that there is a way to kind of mix up mix up that fun little bag of of magic and god stuff and alien stuff and you know put it all together and have those stories be told in kind of in tandem a little bit and um you know what does that look like i don't know but i think that they're i feel like moon knight is more related to the eternals and those those folks than he is to 
the Avengers um, and all that. Could he kick ass alongside Hawkeye and everybody else? Yeah, absolutely. But um, I, I, I'm kind of interested in in just the 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 differentness of maybe putting him in with the Eternals and um, kind of seeing what happens. You know, fighting some of the behind the scenes underground battles because this was very much like this was really i if you look at it it was a very isolated it was not in america number one right number two it was an incredibly isolated um set of circumstances that were happening and um you know even when harrow like lets it all loose and um you know thing bad things are happening it it was still very it was just in Cairo. Yeah, it was just in Cairo. Just in Cairo, yeah. And I mean, even at the beginning of the series, you know, it was just those couple of couple of things that happened in London. It was the, like the one night of craziness in London, and yeah. So I, I think that there's some potential there for, like I said, some underground behind the scenes. We're really holding the fabric of the universe together, and nobody knows it. Kind of. <laughs> kind of uh, kind of stuff yeah i mean which is which is fun in marvel right because you know everybody's living their life and (laughs) and then all of these other battles on other worlds or um in other dimensions things are happening that we don't even know anything about and uh that's what makes it kind of fun and that what that's what makes it interesting to see where he's going to slot in where moon knight is going to slot in all this too yeah, I think my my big guess, if I had to guess personally, I think it would be a Midnight Suns type of thing where it's him, it's Ghost Rider, it's Blade, it's um, uh, from Eternals, Dane, I think it's Black Knight, I think it's his character. So that's where I think he would fit well. Because they fight more of like the underground, the, you know, the, that, those type of evils, right? Like we just saw, like the gods and the underworld, you know, uh, Mephisto, so to speak, or whoever, like those type of characters, I think fit his dynamic and his kind of what he does would fit that well. I would love to see him with Avengers. I don't know if he fits in there right now. I think maybe look down the road. But I think if you put him in the situation where he's fighting again, like kind of the night, these night creatures or the night terrors, because he is Moon Knight, I think it makes more sense. And I think if you team him up with like Blade and Black Knight and the whole Midnight Suns crew, I think it just works. And I, I think it'd be a lot of fun to see to see him in that scenario and in that environment. I think it would work. But I also think, again, when you talk about gods, we know in Thor, Love and Thunder, we are getting gods. So do we, I don't know if we'll see him. I, I don't, I'm not saying we'll, we'll see him specifically, but do we see the Egyptian gods? Do we get a Khonshu sighting? Do we get a Tarawet or Amit? Like, do we get these Egyptian gods along with these Greek gods? Because we know we're going to see them. We saw um, Zeus in the trailer for Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. So you know we're going to this place where they exist. And we already know they exist because of this series. We know the Egyptian gods are in play. So that would be kind of fun to explore, like tie in maybe Moon Knight, like the, the events or like the these gods into the mainstream. And then you can kind of go from there. That's kind of my thoughts. Do you, you think we'll get a Egyptian cameos of gods in Thor, Love and Thunder? I, I think it'd be cool. I don't know if they'll do it, but I think it'd be cool if they did. What do you think? I think it would be great if they did. I mean, there there's such a rich playground of, you know, the different, all the different mythologies that are out there in the world. And, um, you know, I think the way that in Moon Knight, they, there was that reference um, while they're on the boat, there was the reference of the, um, oh, shoot, the ancestral plane. Yes, from Black, yeah, yeah, Black from Panther. Black Panther. Yes, yes. And, yeah, you know, and I, and I think that that was 
that was a great tie-in. And again, just another little mention of mythology. You know, what's to say we're not going to get to see Valhalla, you know, or, or something. Um, you never know, right? Exactly. And I mean, yeah, Thor is a god. And um, he, there's that whole that whole side of of that mythology and his his world so yeah i think that it would be really fun i think there you know it could be something as easy as a mention the way that they mentioned the ancestral plane with black panther um it could be a little a little bit of a of of an appearance you know what pops into my head and this is like this may take us off the rails but <laughs> it pops into my head in nightmare before christmas when you when he's gets when he finally gets to when jack finally gets to in the middle of the woods and he sees like okay here's here's easter land here's christmas land here's all the different yeah yeah yeah. like the different like doorways the different portals of the different holidays (laughs) like what if there's a somewhere like a different portals of you know here's Kanshu and his people here's you know that would make a lot of sense though yeah, that would make I mean, a lot of sense if they did something I'm, like it, that. Yeah, and and so many of those, so much of that mythology, you know, just looking back in the in the stories that are told just over history, so much of it has a lot of parallels and similarities and um, similar themes and all of these things. So there's a lot of different fun stuff that they could pull from. Um, but as far as seeing him in Thor, I think even just a mention of the Egyptian gods and maybe even the Egyptian, you know, the Egyptian worlds um, and the fields, the fields of wheat and all of that. Is that, that's right. Right. The fields field of, of reeds, field of reeds. That's it. Yeah. Wheat is different. I kept, every time they mentioned that, I kept thinking, <laughs> of, I kept thinking of gladiator. Like the end of all gladiator. right. No, that was very, oh. that was a very similar type of very, shot. Yeah. Episode, very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, and very similar like mythology and stuff. So, Anyway, yeah, that's my thoughts. Um, I think there's room for a mention. I, I would like to see it. That'd be nice. Yeah, I think that makes sense for them to at least mention the the hierarchy of the Egyptian gods, right? Because we kind of we we got it a little bit in the series, right? I mean, we got the mention of the gods. I don't know if we really know the hierarchy of who's like who's on top or what. We don't really we didn't dive deep into that, which is fine because again, that gives them room to explore that in either the next season or in, you know, other movies, like again, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder. So it's all very possible. I think a mention would be cool though. I think that'd be nice to at least give context to that kind of side of, you know, again, you got the Greek then you got the Egyptian. And then again, you got Valhalla, you got the Viking mythology. So it'd be cool to see all that in, Thor, Love and Thunder. I think it'd be very, very cool. It'd be a very fun spot to do it. But like you said, Moon Knight doesn't, I mean, it connects. Like you said, it had that nice little Black Panther mention. It did have some um, Kang references in it. Very small, very hidden, but they were Easter eggs. If you watch new rock stars like I do, they do wonderful breakdowns. They broke down where the the gentleman i think in this episode three that has a jacket and the jacket has like a picture on it of kang as the um egyptian guy that he was i can't remember the name of the character that he played or the character that he assumed to be but there were references for sure so again that's just small easter eggs now will that lead to something like we're saying down the road who knows maybe maybe not but I think it would be fun if they could reference it. And we know they can reference TV shows because they did a very good job of it. I think, as we talked about in our Multiverse of Madness recap, that they they did a good job of referencing WandaVision. For those who didn't see it, you know, you got you got a Cliff Notes version, but you understood what the references. So hopefully they kind of do that moving forward with Moon Knight. Um, so let's jump in. Unless you got any final thoughts, Katie, on the series overall or anything? Okay, so we'll jump into characters. So let's talk about, I want to start with Harold, Ethan Hawke's character. First of all, Ethan Hawke, daddy, we talked about that already before. He does an amazing job as Arthur Harrow. I love the character. I like 
like kind of his his character arc was interesting because you know we learned that he was Kanchu's first kind of avatar and then Kanchu's like uh no we're good we're gonna move on he kind of took that personally and then he went to find obviously what the whole series is about is him finding Amut and trying to become their avatar which he does in the end and then I love the ending. I do. I do when when they trap Amu inside his body. And then at the very end in episode six, when they show, we finally see Jake, Jake Lockley, who we all thought we would see eventually, and we did. We see him, we see Kanchu sitting in the back of a limo in like a white suit, which was kind of cool. Remind me of like the the Mr. Knight look that uh steven does and he tells arthur uh, you know arthur that you know mark thought it was him and steven and he thought that i wanted uh layla to be my next avatar but no i already have it it's his third personality who he doesn't even know about so then we see jake lockley and then he kills arthur harrow so i'm really excited to see okay you can't you can't leave us on a cliffhanger like that for Jake Lockley. We'll talk about him when we talk about, you know, Mark and Steven. So I'm really, that's why I'm really hoping we do another season of Moon Knight. But as Arthur Harrow goes as a, as a, you know, the villain, Ethan did a great job. I liked the character choices he made. I like his, his mannerisms. It, it was, it fit from beginning to end. His acting was amazing. I love when he was, in the in-between, you know, worlds, and he was that doctor, you could tell he was, like, playing it a little differently than he was when he was Arthur Harrow, as we see him in, like, our reality or in in the real world. I, I liked, I just liked all, like, his changing back and forth from the doctor, and then when we see Arthur, kind of similar to Oscar, but, again, on a smaller scale, because Oscar had to do, like, three different people like which which was amazing again we'll talk about it but yeah arthur harrow i like this character i I mean it made sense for him to die in the end because it had kind of had to end kind of close that gap or close that loop so to speak because now you know that does bring up questions though is that mean amut is can no longer you know wreak havoc because they killed the body of the avatar and they were still in there Again, those are questions that I hopefully we get answers in the next season. So I'll throw it to you, Katie. Overall, Ethan Hawke, Arthur Harrow, daddy status. What do you got for Ethan Hawke and his character? Daddy status confirmed. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he was great to watch. Um, You know, from the beginning, he was so convicted and you really believed him as this, you know, semi-cult leader guy and um it was cool just to see that consistent thread uh throughout the series and then once he finally got what he wanted holy majolies he went bonanas and i enjoyed watching him go bananas like it was it was it was fun you know we got we got the the conflict that that was promised and it was enjoyable uh yes to him being the doctor and the, just the, just the little mannerisms and the little like smarminess. Like Arthur Harrow was kind of a smarmy like guy, but he did it in more of a granola crunchy way. And the doctor, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, he was. He was. I know better than you. You know, but but it's coming from a place of of love and utopia and wanting to make the world a better place. The doctor was. I know better than you because I'm a doctor. Like it was very, um, that, that, you know, it it was similar energy, but in two different presentations. And that was, that was really fun to watch and and watch him play, play with, um, just as an actor too, but all of the actors like got to play so much. I feel like yes, they did in this show. And that was really neat. Um, yeah. Is he dead? Is he though? True, we, we never see a body. It. <laughs> we didn't see a body. <laughs> and you know anything with Marvel, if you don't see a body. You, you never know. You never know. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I, I do. I'm, I'm with you, though. I hope those questions get answered at the end, you know, because has Amit been, is she just floating in the in the ether now? Like she's just out in the world looking for a place to land or did she die? You know, what what is what what happened? What happened? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to get those answers again. We're assuming season two because it is Moon Knight season one. It's not just series. It's season one. So I'm assuming we'll get a season two. But I do love, I know you mentioned kind of Arthur's character type, and I, I 100% agree. It's very much how Marvel has been doing their villains, these one off villains, especially recently. Well, honestly, especially like since probably Black Panther, to be honest, it's yeah. that, you know, convicted, I know what I'm doing, I feel what I'm doing is right. You can't tell me otherwise. And they have this conviction that whatever, you know, they feel is right and how they feel the world should be going like that. That's their goal. It's not just I want to take over the world. It's they have a purpose. You know, they have a personal it's like a personal drive, a personal goal, not just in your stereotypical. I want, you know, I want to take over the world. Even with Thanos, the same thing. I was just about to say. Right. He his was not motivated by evil. It was ideology. And that's I mean, same right. with Killmonger, you know, same with Arthur Harrow. It's Yep. Yep. I mean, Agatha is about is about the most evil one that we've seen recently. You know, she just yeah. has power. Period. Yeah. You know, but Thanos is he had he messed up as it was, he had an idea. Like <laughs> he had like you said, he had an ideology. And that he believed was the right path for the entire galaxy. Again, very similar to a lot of our villains, I think, post or, you know, basically Black Panther on. I think we've seen a lot of that. Again, even in you look at Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, Kelly, I can't, I can't remember. The um, Aaron Kellyman. Aaron Kellyman's character. Yeah, but the, Kellyman's character, yeah, but the Flag Smashers. <laughs> Yeah. She was part of the Flag Smasher. She was like the leader of it. Yeah. Again, they were convinced they had, you know, told themselves or they believed in what they were doing was for the betterment of the planet and not just selfishly. I mean, selfishly yeah. they thought, but I mean, it wasn't like a, I, we, we want to take over the world. It's there are people suffering in our eyes. We feel like they should be free of that. Very similar yeah, to I mean, all was, of our evils, yeah. It was equity with her. It was everybody needs, like, everybody deserves a chance at happiness and a chance at, you know, not having uh, what they got to enjoy for the four, for the for the five years be stolen from them, you know. So, I right. mean, yeah. Equity, utopia, Um, I guess utopia is the same for Thanos. You know, you think about Killmonger. Right. It it was it was equity. It was a little bit of a little bit of revenge. Yeah, a little bit. But but I mean, at at the core, it was it was equity, and you know, we 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 deserve to be as prosperous and as and um as successful and and as as powerful as know, anybody the, else. Yeah, as anybody else, as the rest of the world. So yeah, that's uh, when you put it when you look at it through that lens of like pure evil versus someone with ideological you know, differences yeah. yeah with has some ideology and and it's not bad ideology but maybe they're going about it the, the totally wrong way so right and then again like arthur arthur thought the world needed to be cleansed and he thought that finding amu and following that path they would come to a sense of like you're saying this utopian world or this peaceful world but they weren't letting people you know right their wrongs or you know they weren't letting people not make mistakes they were right convicting no them of future right of future wrongs that maybe weren't going to happen right no chance of redemption no chance of changing your path none of that that was right. just right you out as soon as we know you gone <laughs> right. So that I again I liked how his character, like we talk about, like I like how he was that way. And it's not just I want to take over the world with, you know, this goddess with me. No, it was it was a deeper, like like we were talking about, ideological kind of thinking or wanting 
and believing what they think is the betterment for the world that people should follow. And it wasn't, it wasn't right all the time. So, which again, I love, I love that. I love that. I love that type of villain now that kind of Marvel is doing. It's a lot of, again, it's more depth. It's not just, you know, I'm here from another dimension. I want to take over the world. Like, it's not just that, like it's, it's, it's more. And I like it. Okay. So let's move on to the other cast member. Let's talk about Layla. Whew. I love this character so, so much played by May Kalamawai. I think is how we're pronouncing it. Maybe, but we could be totally messing it up. So we apologize. But she is an amazing actress who did an amazing job with Layla, who Marvel confirmed is now the Scarlet Scarab character. And that is a new superhero. Like, she's a new superhero who is now a female-based character instead of the, I think it was a male in the comics, if I'm not mistaken. So Interesting. Yes. So now she is the Scarlet Scarab. And that was a great moment for her character. And episode six, when she became uh, Tarowitz kind of avatar, and she got some cool outfit with the wings and all that stuff. And then outfit, when she though. saved, oh, it was chef's kiss. And then <laughs> when she saved those people and the little girl was like, are you a superhero? And she was like, yes, I am. Like, that's just good stuff. That's just great. You know, if you are a you know, Middle Eastern looking for a superhero to look up to, especially a female, you got that. And that's very, very cool. And I'm, that's amazing. We talked about that in other shows about obviously representation and making sure people can see themselves in these characters. And this is a perfect example of that. And it was done well. Her character arc was amazing. I liked how, again, with conflict between her and Mark slash Steven, you know, she overcame everything and she, again, without her, you know, Mark stays dead. Steven doesn't come like it, it doesn't go anywhere without her. And she did it on her own. And even when Kanchu wanted her and asked her if, you know, she would be his avatar, she was like, uh, basically, screw you. I'm not doing that. I see what you're doing to Mark. I'm not having that, but we still need your help, but I'm not going to be a part of your whatever cause that you think is is right. Like, just because you think you're doing, you're on the right side of justice doesn't mean you're right. And I and I loved her for that. And then her interaction with uh, Terawit <laughs> and like, you know, how they became, you know, the Avatar, it was cool. So I'm very excited to see her moving forward. Again, give us more of that character. I want to explore that did she still have it because in the in the show she was basically told uh tarot that like listen i this isn't permanent this is just for the here and now so did she give the power back is she still the avatar for that goddess we'll find out and i hope she is but yeah may was an amazing actress she does an amazing job with that character the chemistry between her and Oscar was fabulous. Whatever, you know, Oscar, whatever character Oscar was playing, like she played it and you can tell like when it was Steven or when it was Mark, like she, again, she would kind of change a little bit. And then even when she got to kind of have fun and do like a, you know, I am Tarawit, but in my own body, like what uh, Oscar was doing, she got to do that for like a, a scene or two. Again, that was fun. It was a very similar scene to when Stephen slash Mark or Mark slash Stephen was in the council with all the gods and he was like yelling his answers as Kanchi was speaking through him. She was doing the same thing. So you could tell she was having a lot of fun and she got to kind of get to be able to do that with her character. I love her. I can't wait to see her in more. And again, I'm really excited that they gave her the Scarlet Scarab kind of superhero mantra. And it, again, that if you're, you know, you get to see if you're a female, especially a female from Middle East or from that kind of side of the world, you get to see, you know, somebody that represents you. And that's, that's very, very cool. So I'm glad they did that. 
And with curly hair, too. It's not just straight, you know, straight hair. She had the bomb curly hair flowing. I loved it so much. So, Katie, your thoughts on May, her character Layla, how she played it. Any moments uh, from her character that kind of stand out with you? What do you got for her? I love the curly hair representation for you, Lauren. <laughs> the um, Thank you. I know. It's yes. about time, dang it. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, that that end scene of her with uh, having her her costume and, and like fully embracing her her avatar power uh, was very, very cool. I, I want to say it was the third episode is when she really became endeared to me um, when they're in Egypt and they're like Scooby doing the shit and <laughs> trying to, trying to find, you know, she knows the guy who's a collector. And so let's get into this party and then let's, let's worm our way in to be able to see part of his collection and see the exact, you know, the exact um, sarcophagus that we need to see. And, you know, just her savvy. Yes, she can kick ass, but her savvy as far as, being connected and knowing people and charming people, all of these things. That was really um, a great part of her character too, I think. Uh, so yeah, that, that episode stood out for me, you know, for her just as, as far as, as those kind of under the radar charming skills that you need to be able to solve a mystery and to be able to get things done sometimes. Um, so yeah, I'm interested too, to see, is she going to, you know, because at the end, Mark wakes up by himself back in London. You know, where's she at? Is are they gonna are they gonna rip up those divorce papers? Are we gonna have are we gonna have happiness in their household? Maybe she's finding a new apartment because I don't think she was really I don't think she was really fond of the of Stephen's loft. But um, yeah, that's that's uh that's what i want to know is you know are they going to be together are we going to see them fighting alongside each other or are they just going to be off in their own little worlds um yeah and does she still have the hippo powers the hippo powers that that somehow are, are bird wings like <laughs> i can't i can't complain i love it i loved i love that costuming and um that whole sequence was really fun too so yeah her outfit was amazing like it when she kind of really like took a step opened her arms and the wings came out it was Gosh. just like oh god it was awesome <laughs> that was moment awesome. was like yes <laughs> and then her flying in and like blocking arthur's like staff power it was just it was just good stuff and then i love the moment between her and then mark saw her as uh, obviously as moon knight after you know uh, during the fight and uh, the last episode and then it turned right to uh to Steven. Steven's like, "Wow, you look amazing!" Like it was just, it was so cool to have each, you know, Mark and Steven like see her and see how you know badass she was, and to appreciate it. It was it was really really cool. And she kicked butt during that whole sequence too. It was very very well done. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Again, I'm with you. I'm excited to see where they take her, where we see her next. I'm very intrigued because. Also, like she seems like a very smart, obviously smart woman. CD maybe knows how to find stuff. Clearly, yeah. I wonder if she ha if she has ever had any running running into with Sharon Carter. I was just thinking of her. So that those In Madripoor, two, my favorite mm -hmm. place that we've seen recently. Right, like, do we see or have they have they already? gotten acquainted and they're they are familiar with one another that would be a very interesting like if they have met what was that like obviously this it probably was pre her getting powers but like she must know of the power broker if she right. was you know so i would think that she and Cher maybe have cross paths again that'd be fun to explore maybe we see her down the line and something like, you know, that involves that. Who knows, but I hope we see her and I want more of her. And May does, again, an amazing job as a character and I would love to see her back for sure. Yeah. The two of them too are a really nice um, kind of mirror for Ant-Man and the Wasp too. You know, Ant-Man is maybe a little bit more goofy 
than than Mark, but um, Mark and all of his personalities. But I think, uh, you know, just having that kind of dynamic duo of a man and a woman who are both really strong and really smart and, you know, complimenting each other and using all of their skills to the best of their ability to do good things um, and just save, save the planet, man. That's uh, it's, it's, it's cool. I'm glad to, to see that she's got a superhero name now too. That's hopefully we'll hear that name a lot more in the future in future projects. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, they gave it to her. I mean, Marvel confirmed it after the last episode. So I would hope that they aren't just going to give it to her and not obviously use it. I think they will. And I think it's going to be really amazing for her and Mark slash Steven slash Jake to come up and, you know, fight, fight whatever fight they need to. So, yeah, very exciting. Very excited for her and uh, what her character is now. So good stuff. All right. Let's get to the main guy. Let's get to Oscar Isaac. We talked about it a little bit up top. But this man needs all the awards. Because, again, I will say those last two episodes, especially episode five, though, how he was going back and forth with ease between Stephen and Mark, like not even missing a beat. And you could tell it was like, again, they were filming and it's not like they stopped. Then he had to go into character like it was just boom, 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 boom. Just subtle changes of his faces. He didn't yep. need to do anything. Yep. It was awesome to see. So I'm really am excited if it's out. I don't know if it's out yet. You and I were talking about it before we recorded. But the uh, the behind the scenes for this, I'm really excited to see. Because I know that I think his brother helped him, Oscar's brother, helped him like if he was doing a line, he would be on the other side. Like he was kind of like stand in and would read the lines as the other person. So I'm really excited to see how they did all that. I'm excited to see like the the practical effects or the CGI of it. And I'm, I'm excited to see him in the suit because that suit looked amazing when he was in it. So I, I'm just excited overall to see all the behind the scenes stuff. But Oscar Isaac, I mean, if this guy didn't, if, if if you didn't know he was an already an amazing actor, you know now. Because this guy, again, with ease, how he was going from character to character, without missing a beat, changing accents without missing a beat. I mean, it was a freaking clinic. It was an acting 101 clinic from him. It was amazing stuff. And again, I think he was perfectly cast as Moon Knight. He was 100%. He was perfectly cast as Moon Knight. And I don't, I can't see anybody else as this character. So I, I'm really excited. Again, as far as I know, we're only getting this season, but I feel like we'll get another season. I really do. We haven't, nothing's been confirmed or nothing's been reported as far as I know about season two as of right now. But I hope, I hope we do get something soon. Because he needs to come back. I need more stories. Because now that we know Jake's involved, like whose altar is that? Is it Mark's other altar? Is it Steven's altar? Like who is Jake's, where is Jake's loyalty? Like who's he connected to? Like who created him? That's what I want to know. So Katie, your thoughts, Oscar Isaac overall. I mean, what more can we say? But what do you got for Oscar and his performance? Well, I'll start with Jake because I, I texted you after I was done watching this series and was like, I called it because <laughs> they, um, you sure did. Our, you did. I did. I did minute. What is that? I, I put it in the text. I don't remember. It was like yeah, 59 or something. Right. Yeah. 59 minutes in, we were talking about, you know, what we want to see. And I was like, you know, it'd be cool if they, if they entered is that's how they ended the series is they introduced Jake and they introduced that third personality. And then we, then we see that. So pat on the back to me, virtual pat on the back. Um, kudos to Katie. Kudos, <laughs> kudos to Katie. To me. I like pointing out when I'm right. <laughs> um, that's a character flaw. Anyway. <laughs> it's a wonderful character flaw to have. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yes. Oscar Isaac. Um, 
Yeah, watching him perform was a delight. It always is. And not just because he's very pretty. Uh, he was so much fun to watch develop these two characters. You know, the development on Jake was, was really minimal because we only see him for a very short time. But, you know, he he developed and fully fleshed out two characters. And we had an idea of who, even though they were the same person, who each of these characters were and um you know he had to do a lot of he had to do a lot of work for that and i've like you said i don't think they they could have hit it any more out of the park with another actor than they did with him um he's got you know the look the charm that mark needs to have he's got the he he can do like the little her kind of dorky stuff that steven that steven had and uh yeah, I mean, he got to speak Spanish as Jake, so he's definitely that was got amazing. That. Yeah, that's another moment of of a little bit of representation in Marvel. So, yeah, it was a it was a pleasure to watch him watch him work, watch him go through emotions, watch him <laughs> watch him process his trauma, watch him kick ass as two different kinds of styles of fighters and characters. Uh, yeah, he did, he did good. He done good. That's one of my favorite parts is when we finally get to see him, you know, Mark and Steven fight together and then kind of switching out, switching off, you know, as Mr. Knight and Moon Knight. I love that so much. Like, we, we saw Moon Knight, you know, previously, but to actually see the character of Mr. Knight fight a little more than we did in like the second episode. I think it was, that was amazing. I mean, the, the, the fighting sticks came out, he's running and kicking. And then I love the part where I, I believe he hits Arthur Harrow. And then like, he kind of straightens his suit, dusts his like shoulder off. Like it was just so cool, you know, but again, like you said, the emotional stuff though, that episode five, I mean, Talk about roller coaster of like as an actor going through emotions from A to Z, man. Wow. And he nailed it every time. I mean, you know, that stuff with, with the mom. Good God, that was just it was it was heart wrenching. It was it was hard to watch them at some time, you know, hard to kind of just like wow. But he acted so well. And then even the the little actor that played the younger version of Mark slash Steven, like that was, he did an amazing job too. So, I mean, again, kudos to everybody on that cast and crew, like just did a phenomenal job. But Oscar himself though, I mean, again, to be able to pull off one character is, is hard in and of itself. You know, but to do two at the same time and to have arcs for both of them, like two separate arcs, not like they were basically on the same arc, just two different people. They were on two separate arcs, two separate character arcs, and he nailed it. Like it was just an amazing, again, it was acting 101, like he just nailed it. And I really do hope come award season time that they, recognize that because he deserves it like amazing stuff again even like you said the fighting styles are different and you saw it you know like he was like he just knew what to do and how to how to change back and forth and for it to be seamless is incredible it was an incredible thing to watch and i and again i hope i can't wait for the behind the scenes stuff i know you're a big behind the scenes fan like i am uh, not just Marvel, but like Star Wars, anything. I mean, we like the behind the scenes stuff. So be able to watch that. That's going to be fun. And then again, hopefully we get more of this character because I think he did a really good job. They did a good job of introducing who Moon Knight is, who Mark is, who Steven is. But now they are, they have a whole other character that they can dive into now with Jake. You know, and again, like who, who created, whose altar is it? Is it, Steven's altar is it Mark's other altar than Steven like how who who created him you know so I it was good stuff and then again I like you know the 
the balance between kind of Mark Steven and then versus Kanchu at towards the end. That was cool how they were both like saying, no, dude, if we're not going to do this anymore, you better go find somebody else. Unknown to them, they are that other person. They just don't know it. But together as like brothers, that's what I loved is that they, you know, were together in that decision. And again, they played it. He played it so well. It's just, it's amazing. Egan, he, anything Oscar does, you're right. He's so good. He's just so damn good. And he was just spectacular in this show. I mean, again, if, if you take nothing away from the show, I mean, you should. But if you take nothing away from it, it's that Oscar Isaac is seriously one of the best actors, I think, in our time right now. He really is. He's just that good. He's just that good. Any other thoughts on Oscar? Then uh, we're going to wrap it up. No. Let's wrap her up. Like a oh. mummy. Ha, ha, ha. Well done. That's good. That's a good transition. Uh, okay. So Moon Knight, again, it says season one. We haven't got a confirmation. We assume season two. So let's just speculate and have some fun. If we get a season two, Katie, what would you like to dive in more now with this character? Because obviously at the end of the show, as far as we know, Mark and Steven are not Moon Knight anymore. Is Jake a Moon Knight? What does his outfit look like if he is? Where do we go from here? Do they have to team up with Kanchu again? Like, what? where are you at with the story? What would you like to see from our character Moon Knight with Mark and Steven? And then again, now Jake, too, in the, in the, in the fold. Yeah, I I have no idea. Like I can't I can't think of a scenario that has been hinted yet where Kanshu would need to step in for some reason. Um, you know, and therefore Jake or Mark or Steven. Like I can't think of I can't think of anything of why they would need to to show up again. Um you know, unless like what we were talking about, there's some some other gods and some other realms that are going to be causing some some mischief. Maybe in Thor, it's um, the God Slayer is his name. Oh, uh, Gore, the God Butcher. Yeah, the God Butcher. There you go. Um, you know, maybe he starts causing some some trouble and the only people that can can help out are, you know, Thor, obviously, but then Moon Knight and and his his ilk and the other avatars, you know, that are of the other gods, um, you know, and, and Layla Scarlet Scarab. I, I don't think we got enough of her and I would like to see more of her. That that's what my, that's a big takeaway that, that I have, or a big wish that I have, I would say for the next, the next season that we see. Um, yeah, I would want to see, I would want to see more of her and maybe more of, more of, yeah, more of her. And then do they find out about Jake? Like, how does that happen? That there's got to be a moment of, oh, crap, there's another person. And because we see it, you know, very briefly at the end at, you know, he Mark blacks out. Stephen doesn't know what happened. And they wake up and Harrow is a, a bloody mess. And then all the other minions are are dead. And. Yeah, so how how do they reconcile with that? They've got to know that there's another no, right? Don't you think? They didn't really talk about it again, but <laughs> I feel like they like it's in the back of their head and maybe they're just not wanting to deal with it. Um, you know, so maybe it's that conflict. Maybe it's a very small story and it's that conflict of the three personalities now have to figure figure things out and try and try and get along together. Uh I don't know, man. But as far as, you know, fitting them into other Marvel stories, I really, I mean, it's wide open. Really don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that in that context of in the Marvel universe, they could go anywhere. He really can. He can go anywhere. He could go, he could go to freaking space. I mean, really, he could fit in any type of scenario. For me, I'm with you. What I, what I hope and what I would like to see and explored is them finding out about Jake 
what that does to Mark and Steven, because they've already reconciled. So how do they get another person that they don't, aren't aware of yet that speaks Spanish again? Does he only speak Spanish? <laughs> like do, do either, does either Mark or Steven know like Spanish? Like again, how does that dichotomy work with the three? And then do they figure out that Jake is who Kanchu wanted? And then do they have to explain to Jake, like, dude, don't hang out with this guy? Or do they have to come in, like, realize, like, okay, maybe we need to be a part of this so then nothing goes wrong, nothing goes south. Like, there's a lot for them to explore as far as just a character alone of Moon Knight, right? Because that's three three characters. And we know in the comics there's a bunch more, but I think for TV's sake, they'll probably just stick with the three. You know, with Mark, Steven, and Jake. So they have, again, where they ended it, they have a lot they can still do if they wanted to. If they don't, I mean, they left it to a point where it's like, okay, like, I want to know more, but we... We don't need it per se, but I feel like how they ended it, it's like, I feel like they want to tell more stories for sure. You know, and his, his kind of story, his kind of character is a really good TV series. So I'm not looking for a Moon Knight movie. Definitely. I would love again, another series, long form storytelling for this character in particular, I think would fit best instead of like a two hour plus movie. I think you can do a lot more in six episodes of 45 minutes than you can in a two hour plus movie, you know? So that's just me. That's where I'm at with it. Do you want to see a Moon Knight movie? Would you be interested or would you rather stick with the series? No, I agree with you. I think a series is, it just fits better and it fits, you know, we're getting in this head and that's what all of these series have been in one form or another is getting inside these characters heads and yeah I think that just lends itself way more to to television and the longer like you said the longer storytelling than it does you know a movie let's find out who he really is and um get to know him a little bit more before we see a movie and even if it's like a buddy movie and not a standalone I'd be okay with that yeah Um, me too but I think we need to find we need to we need to know we need to get to know Moon Knight a little bit more in the same way I think that we need to get to know um, Sam as Captain America. Yep, you know because we're we're gonna get that we're gonna get him in a movie too, but we're gonna we're gonna get that um, and get to know who he is. You know we've we've got a there's got to be a bit of endearment to the fans to these characters and. You know, whether or not people consume it on Disney Plus is is their thing. You know, like we were saying with Multiverse of Madness, you got the Cliff's Notes of, of WandaVision. It wasn't nearly as, as spectacular and as satisfying as watching WandaVision. <laughs> but, um, you know, there, there's, still, there's still ways that they can weave things into the story and make it feel like it makes sense. So, but yeah, that's my, that, I'm with you. I think that keep him on TV, keep him in a series um, until we know him a little bit more. And uh, piggybacking off of that, maybe until he knows some of the other characters a little bit more and some of the other ooky spooky things going on in the, in the I like universe that. I like that. a little bit more, you know, that, that introduce somebody in, in season two and then go from there, you know, see what happens. Yeah, no, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. That would be a really, again, you could set it up to him being a part of the Midnight Suns movie if they did something like that. And that's a better way to do it is set it up in a show and then, you know, have a movie or whatnot. I like that. That'd be wonderful. A Midnight Suns movie sounds, uh, that sounds really fun. It sounds like another, you know, it's another like Avengers type group. Right. Right, right, right. It would work. I think it would definitely, definitely work. And plus, we know we're getting Blade and some of these other characters. You know, Black Knight, we already have. Dane in the mix. We know Blade was there at the end of Eternals talking to him. So, like, 
you can you can see the seeds now whether it comes to fruition we'll find out we'll definitely find out all right kids that's it that's the show this week uh our recap of moon Knight. highly recommend i think from both of us uh we like it it's good it's a fun ride it's an emotional ride for sure so get your tissues ready especially for episode five but it's a really cool fun show and if you love oscar isaac you're gonna love this show 100 percent. he does a great job katie let the good people know where they can follow you on the socials you can follow me on twitter and twitch at penguin katie and that's katie with a y <laughs> well done uh you guys can follow me lauren romo at loro nose on twitter and then you can follow us, the Geek Broadcast, at the Geek Broads Pod on Twitter and on Twitch. Again, I promise we're going to start twitching a lot more. Promise, kids. Promise. There's a reason why we want you guys to follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Geek Broads Pod. Go follow us. And give us a rate and review where you can on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Get us out there. And until next time, kids, stay geeky. Bye.